Are you satisfied with your understanding of sustainability? If you are not, imagine a journey together, a pluralistic one, with academia, innovators, startups, NGOs, all looking for solutions to the greatest challenge of our time. My name is Samuel Ettini, and this is the Sustainability Journey. Today, we are going to interview an innovative startup, a solution to SDG 12, and especially SDG 12.3 regarding food waste and the circular economy. It is an innovative startup. They won the prize at the Smart Agri-Food Summit in Malaga, and they are on a mission to create a sustainable and circular economy. Today, we have the co-founder, Irina Kabibulina. Thank you, Irina, to being here. Hi, Samuele. Nice to see you. It is a great pleasure. Your startup is called Princess, and yes. I'm sure there will be a lot of questions. Insects, sustainability, what does it mean? But before that, can you tell a bit your story? How you ended up working in the circular economy and insects? Yeah, that was, I would say, quite an unexpected um, route for myself because um, my background is pretty much in FMCG market, consumer goods. Uh, I started my career there in Russia and moved to UK, now moved to Italy. So it was quite a lot of experience in the here. And in parallel, I was just always curious about what other, what's could be next, what's interesting for me personally as well. So I went for my MBA program in Instituto Empresa in a business school in Madrid. That was quite eye-opening four years ago because I realized there's so much more in the world, so many trends and uh, interesting opportunities. So that made me think quite a bit on where else I could apply my professional skills and how I could maybe apply them also for better, for good. So this topic of uh, sustainability or social problems they were they were close to me for quite a bit of time and I was thinking on how I could apply it and where it could evolve into the area so with my business school it really helped me to connect with a number of good people who are also very much engaged into the similar topics so I met basically co-founders of my current startup with whom we decided to pursue this idea to find uh, sustainable food chain solutions uh, and uh, eventually uh, it's now uh, five of us as co-founders we built a team which is very engaged in bringing this great solution to to market that is great that is a very diverse background but you have like a a focus, the sustainability and this great challenge. You said now the MBA helped you with the alumni and other students to create this. What is Princeps and which is the problem is trying to tackle? Even before Princeps, I realized it's really about how unsustainable our food chain is, how much waste it creates, how much inefficiency, how much resources it uses. Because if you think about the amount, 1.3 billion tons of food is wasted in the world, in Europe alone, it's around 88 million tons of food is wasted. And it's wasted on all the stages of production and coming to consumers, starting from the agriculture, from the fields, farming fields, uh, into the logistic route towards uh, supermarkets or market, waste in supermarkets, of course, waste at consumers' houses, 
could don't eat all and especially in developed countries they throw up to one third what they buy this is really appalling and this is on top of all the resources this food takes to produce so the amount of uh, space needed for example to grow the soya meal for the beef for chickens for livestock is uh, really huge and taken up a lot of uh, resources especially in south america and north america the amount of water to produce uh, the same soybean mills or to produce one kilogram of beef you sometimes need up to 15,000 liters of water so this is a huge amount of resources and uh, I just thought that we as a team thought it must be really more efficient solutions we can find to address this problem so my friend uh, from MBA he found these great solutions about the insects which actually exist for quite a number of years already, uh, mostly in uh, Asian countries and in some African countries are quite new to Europe. So there are a couple of businesses which already reached interesting scale and size of business in Europe as well. That's still a very emerging industry. So what insects are about? Uh, insect is, there is a number of insects. It could be a good source of protein and uh, maybe for Europe, uh, using it for Food is a, a little bit uh, too drastic solutions and it's still quite a niche product. So there are some dried crickets you could buy, for example, or products uh, with protein bars with insect powder, but it's still pretty much niche solutions because there is a lot of barrier for consumers to start eating insects, obviously. But if you think about other part of uh, food chain, like uh, animal feed, for example, or chicken feed, fish feed, uh, there's a lot of space there because uh, Historically, uh, chickens, fish, there are actually insect eaters, and uh, this is a very high source of protein. One larva of, for example, black soldier fly or mealworm, it has up to 55% of protein. It doesn't take as much space as soybean meal, for example. It doesn't take as much resources as fish meal, which is usually the fish catch in their sea. A lot of uh, benefits that this type of product gives, and it basically doesn't leave any waste because its byproducts can be used as fertilizers or soil improvers, for example. All this product, it represents a very great opportunity to drive the circular economy trends you see in many industries now, and uh, let's say agriculture is still quite behind in this. That is, that is fascinating, and we'll dig a bit deeper because I'm sure not a lot of people are familiar. If I got correctly, so one of the biggest issues is the water, the resources, and also I think I can add the, the greenhouses emission methane from the composition of the organic waste. So you are bringing up insects to create a really circular economy, especially in the field of animal feeds, because also there for animal feeds, of issues is that with the resources and land for protein. So can you explain uh, which insects are you using? Globally, uh, the main two types of insects which are used for this type of business of industry is a mealworm and black soldier fly. It's very uh, popular direction, especially as I mentioned in Asia, there is quite a bit of developments in Americas on this line. We went for black soldier fly mainly because we have expertise in this area. We have uh, a team member, for example, who has vast experience in opening such sites out of Europe. So this is a solution we are going for. And uh, the black soldier fly is great because yeah, it's a fly, which are different from house fly, for example, it uh, doesn't create any uh, risks, for example, for 
sanitation for infections because these flies they don't live long and they don't uh, go after the waste creating the a risk of spreading disease and uh, they're very easy to raise they eat pretty much everything and uh, any type of the byproducts and uh, food waste or even manure actually can be consumed by this type of insect and uh, they're growing very fast they in 30 days can pretty much arrive to the finished products and then there is a whole variety of products as I mentioned which you could produce from them. That is very very interesting. It is fascinating for me to get a business out of insects. That is ingenuity and how the solution to the challenge of sustainability. What do you produce actually? You mentioned products. What are the products we can get from insects? Yes, the amount of really great and it's a really all about choosing and making the right choices about who we want to sell to and which products we want to focus to because with the black soldier fly you can sell a leaf larva because chickens for example they would be happy to eat it they naturally eat a lot of insects and they would be happy to take it you could uh, dry it and uh, sell whole dried insects as well for chicken feed or for pet food for especially exotic pets they're very much after it or some bigger fish types uh, you could turn it into protein meal to powder and uh, basically sell this type of product either again for leaf stock or poultry or for farmed fish so there is a number of uh, species which can consume it or you could turn it to the oil Insect oil is as well, it, use, it can be used in both um, animal feed, for example, piglets, um, they eat a number of acids uh, for which the insect oil could be a great source. Or as well, there is a emerging trend of using insect oils, for example, in chemical and cosmetic industry. So this is one big uh, group of products, plus, as I mentioned, the byproducts of uh, insects, uh, they cast, it could be used as a soil improver or fertilizers, for example, the chitin in the byproducts, it uh, can be well used for plants, uh, fertilizers improving the immune system of the plants. That is incredible. So a very diverse and very broad range type of products from uh, oil to the dry market, to the chicken feed, to the pet food, and also the cosmetics. So also trying to work towards a human consumption. Yeah, it's all really about making the right choice about where do you want to focus. I mentioned that the opportunity is really vast and uh, and the great thing is that there is a growing demand for this type of products, uh, both in Europe, in Americas, in Asia. And the uh, demand so far is really exceeding the supply of the products. And it's really about finding the right route to market and the right type of customers so you could focus your production model on this. That is incredible. So what you just said, it is now we can dig a bit deeper in the business case. Can you explain a bit how is the market for somebody who is not familiar with the insects and byproduct and which are the perspective of the future? Yeah, I would say in Europe, of course, there is... A... As I mentioned, there is much less development on this area, and that's one of the reasons we believe really you could achieve a lot, especially Southern Europe. So there is quite a bit of developments in the Northern Europe, in UK, in Netherlands, in France, there is a number of emerging businesses. In Southern Europe, it's pretty much underdeveloped solution, and at the same time, it's a huge uh, agricultural space. So the producers, the countries like Italy, Spain, 
some countries in South and Eastern Europe that are huge producers of agricultural products, of livestock. At the same time, they generate huge amount of waste. And um, this is the uh, markets where really if you build the right model and uh, satisfy the need of local customers, of your local businesses or agricultural farms, you could bring a great solution and uh, at the same time turn it into circle products, which will ultimately be efficient for them. Wow. So there is a huge business opportunity, especially in the southern of, of Europe, which is, I think, one of the hub of agriculture. In fact, we have not mentioned you are based in Spain, the south of Spain. How far you have reached? Have you already deployed your solution on which is your stage of your startup? So at the moment, we are still at the seeding stage. We arrived to the refined business model, I would say. We works very hard. Uh, 10 months with our team of five. So we have a very diverse um, team of people with uh, business, entrepreneurial, financial background, and of course, of technical and entomologist background. So we arrived to the model, which we believe will work for Spain. We uh, have recently participated in uh, startup competitions and uh, as well their agri-food summits, which brought us the right network of people to understand how to reach local customers and what are their needs. And uh, at the current point, we are uh, searching for pilot stage funding. So we're working closely with some investment uh, companies to arrive finally to first stage. And our aim is uh, to launch in September this year, as per timeline we are now discussing with our sources and with our partners. Perfect. Which is your production output you are for the first years? Yeah, for first year, it's really, as I mentioned, pilot stage will really be about refining and bringing it to the right industrial stage because we know the model works in number of countries, including some European countries. It's specific and I'm talking about both production and customer route. So we are, the first stage will be really about testing and reaching as many customers as possible with a new product proposition. So we could uh, eventually in a range of 12, 18 months after pilot launch, arrive to the output of at least two, 300 tons of protein meal per year. Ultimate goal, of course, to get more to thousands of tons in the four, five year period. So this is manufacturing. It's not there app or online web cloud. So it is uh, a really hardware you need to work on. And it's not as um, fast moving process as uh, you would sometimes see with various online solutions. But ultimately, as per evaluation we made for the investment, you you could really reach great results with uh, scaling up at the right stage. So I would say first year is really about building the right customer base. And we already defined the key customer base we want to focus on and started to get rich to this. And the second and third stage is really actually to get to the bigger markets, which is about fish, food, fish meal, and about number of livestock species in Europe, which will be subject of regulation, I would say, in the near years. You started a bit of the Porter Five Forces, you know, the buyers and the customer. I wanted to ask, which are your competitors? I would say there are two things. One is competitors as other insect producers. So there are big companies in Europe like Protix or Insect, which already raised uh, great funds and uh, successfully operate in Netherlands, for example, in France. So you talk about these companies who are already, of course, much more advanced in the progress and in the proposition comparing to Princect. On the other hand, you talk about... Um, 
actually the animal feed market where you have uh, fish meal producers and you have uh, soy meal producers. And I would say Prinsect is competing more to this area rather than these big insect companies, mainly because, as I mentioned, this is a huge market which is still growing at a very fast pace. We anticipate that the volume globally will reach around 500,000 tons in the near seven, eight years horizon for only for protein meal and uh, don't talk about other products so it's a huge growing market which will mainly be uh, partially cannibalizing the current animal feed solution and partially as well growing along with the market because uh, globally the food market is up to growth by 70 percent in year 30 years and of course so will the animal feed market and all the parts of the food chain so there is a big amount of growth you get just from both growing population and growing amount of middle class in the world, which then ultimately will turn to the opportunity for innovations like ours. The numbers are incredible. You know, when we started the discussion, it is not really a niche, that is mass market. Half a million ton, that is an incredible and huge market. I would say it's still, if you look at the global market, it still will be just a drop in total huge, huge industry. And so I think it's still quite conservative evaluation we have from the different. That is great. Let me ask you, do you have plan also to expand internationally? For the start, of course, we will focus on local markets and we chose to launch in southern Spain, mainly because we have well, good route to market solutions and connections with local players, uh, both customers and suppliers. So this is where we would like to start to develop the network. But ultimately, uh, yeah, Europe is big, of course. Uh, we wouldn't maybe go for Asia because it's already very developed on market with a lot of own solutions. But for example, countries in Northern America are still in the development stage and demand there is growing much faster than in many other regions. So I would say considering their shelf life of protein meal, which could reach 12 months, we have a good opportunity to go for experts. But uh, for me, it's more mid to long term planning because we will start in Spain because there is a great opportunity in Spain, we see. Have you got competitors in Spain? Now there are some two, three companies which are on similar stage as ours. Some have got a bit more advanced in partnerships, but I would say there is no company which produces at scale at the moment. So the only way now for Spanish companies to get this type of products usually to import it. And um, I believe it's still a blue ocean space where we start and uh, other companies, they will actually help, we will help each other to create more demand and to create more interest to the solution. So I do feel it's a positive thing that there are two, three other companies which along with Prinsect are getting into great development stages now. You are really a front runner. You have the fast mover advantage in a huge market. You have a completely new market by yourself. Which is the cost of the, for example, the fish meal and or the oil? Which is more profitable as a product for a startup in this blue ocean? Because three company for an entire country and with the growing demand, it's, it's really a, a huge opportunity. If you take a fish meal as it is made now, so the source of protein is usually fish catch. So this is a wild catch, which is used to feed the farm fish, which again, per se, is a very unsustainable solution because you need some four or five times of wild catch just to create relevant amount of the farm fish for food. So you really destroy a lot of natural resources for this. 
Now the market, the commodities price, uh, one and a half thousand dollars. In the last years, considering the growth in demand, they were growing the prices for this. So we, there is a quite a lot of um, expectation that it will continue to grow in price. The insect powder, the insect meal, is really still the market which settles, which uh, defines the price. You could really find the, now the proposal starting from mentioned one and a half thousand dollars to ten thousand and beyond, mainly because the demand is. Uh, Sometimes really for certain industries goes much below the supply. The businesses are ready to pay, but it's not only about demand and supply. It's really about the different uh, benefits that larvae and insect give. So it's uh, it's now a lot of emerging studies about for both fish, for chickens, for livestock, about uh, the survival rates, for example, which improve massively when you feed the livestock with the insect meal and uh, the immunity rate, their survival, the growth rate, they change a lot. Plus, of course, we talk about the sustainable aspect and the opportunity for businesses to sell these products as sustainable products. So I would say that it's not always all about price. Of course, if you start at the starting stage, you maybe will go for more niche companies who really care about welfare of the livestock and the fish and you will go for companies which offer sustainable solutions and more premium solutions for the products uh, but ultimately as a production model is set to achieve the parity at least with the fish meal costs of the range of three five years I think you have just mentioned there the power of the partnership and the power of this solution because you are really all for helping life in the oceans. I didn't know that for four or five times the amount of wild cats just to get the same amount of fish meat. That is astonishing. And then everything, for example, the, your product is created by waste. So that is where we are really putting together a solution that uh, it is circular and in line also with uh, for touching all the SDGs. They're eating everything which is organic. Ultimately, we will have to work, of course, on the ideal formulation solution. And there are certain regulation challenges we have to address because by EU regulation, you can't feed the insects with anything you want uh, to feed them to fish, for example, or to chicken. So there are limitations in this area. But ultimately, it's all about finding the right proposition in Spain, which can for formulations we developed, it does exist in Spain also from non-animal waste, from vegetable, from byproducts of food industry uh, that you could use to basically achieve the right formulation. But uh, ultimately, whatever you will use, it will be used in products which otherwise will be uh, either going to waste or will be used in a less efficient way, I would say, than using it for insects. That is actually the power of your solution. You mentioned the limitation. Which are the limitations of your approach, especially the regulation? Is the, are the regulator keeping up the pace of the innovation? I would say that in uh, Europe, yeah, Euro Union is quite behind in accepting this solution, comparing, of course, to Asia, but even to Northern America, where this type of insects are already actively used, for example, for chicken feed and for fish meal. So in Euro Union, you could use insect meal or dry insect meal, for example, for fish feed. There's still a lot of limitations to use it, for example, for chickens, for poultry or for pigs. So, you, for example, you can only use them leaf larvae and you can't feed the dry larvae. But at the same time, there is a lot of trends now to change regulation because the 
problem for EU regulation, but of course, because it didn't exist per se, just I say 10, 15 years ago, it didn't exist as an industry. Then it started to appear and it was difficult to regulate something they didn't know much about. Now it changes and there is a lot of studies and information to eventually pass this regulation. And uh, as per expectation of insect industry in the near one to two years, it will change massively. And again, this will create huge opportunities for growth for the industry. That is what you said is really the innovators are way ahead of the legislators. We hope now that this regulation, they come because your solution is a win-win for, let us say, profit and the planet. Yeah, I mean, it's not just a simple hopes. We know there is discussion on this. There is an actual uh, review of this regulation by the authorities. And the COVID situation, of course, uh, last year delayed a number of things because priorities were obviously given to other things by you. But uh, it moves forward. It will arrive. That is great. You are in the startup business. You are an entrepreneur. And you're a woman entrepreneur as well. Which are the lessons learned from your experience, especially in such a disruptive industry? For industry-wise, I would say it's a very interesting situation because we are using disruptive uh, approach actually in quite traditional industry because um, agriculture, it's not only in Europe, it's in general, it's a very um, traditional approach companies and it takes time to really make them change mind because you really need to create the bus and to find the right connections first to approach people for example their farmers and agriculturists in spain they wouldn't talk to you if they don't understand where you came from if you don't get introductions to the right people this is where again we play and build the right approach to customer with finding the right connections and right people so i would say the big part of the business and uh, I think it's relevant for this industry also relevant for others quite a bit you need to build the right network of people around you you need to engage and make right people to believe in you to help you and I'm not talking only about funding and investment I'm talking about building the project in the market and this is where we focused all our efforts in the last 10 months to actually create the right network we got to know a lot of great people from the industry and who shared with us a lot of knowledge and this is what we are going to leverage with the project thank you Irina it's a great overview and you have really also overcome a lot of difficulties and and especially I think the matter of trust being such an innovative and not really common product it's taking time to to build but I think it will be a solution really helpful do you want to go public or in the future i wouldn't say maybe in uh, yeah. three years or so so we're really now trying to well we are building this mix of grants and uh, invest angel investors so we're working we found a good partner who specializes in reaching out and they're helping us to polish business model so it looks in mm-hmm. the right shape and uh, so we are yeah, we're working on the mix of grants and uh, mm. investor like the angel investors now. but you will be a profit not an a social enterprise yeah it, it will profit. be for profit yeah because to get investment is yeah even grants they will give you grants if you understand you will become self-sustainable mm. i would say we yeah we have a high ambition i think we're for the start eventually we are pretty much plan to continue to 
work on this either still working part-time or getting tiny salaries to just start off and uh, then to work on reasonable profitability, I would say. Perfect. This is a goal so that it could work and we could continue it without help after. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure if you, you are determined and then you have already taken, you have already gotten price. So I think it will, it will get there. What is the last message you want to give to the audience as an innovator? I would say for me, it's all about curiosity and looking out on what is there because uh, maybe just four years ago, I, I did know nothing about insect industry and which existed already for a number of years. That comes through meeting right people to try and to meet new people, to read about things which maybe have nothing to do in your everyday life and job. And suddenly the thoughts come. So it took me maybe a good two years to understand what is interesting to me and what could be a great opportunity. But you need to continue to look outside and see what what is there in the world because in fact there is a huge space for innovating and opportunities you just need to find yours thank you irina i think there is space for all in this big sustainability market sure absolutely. thank you so from russia to spain to the world to really change and create a circular economy i think i want to thank you so much irina for your time and your discussion of a topic that is not mainstream, but that can have, as we have learned in this episode, a very powerful impact. Thank you, Irene. With pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Are you better off after this wonderful episode? In the next one, we'll talk about compliance and corporate ESG policy.